Sounds like the squeaky chair of someone turning around to tell me what a good job I'm doing. No, that squeaking would be a bit faster. Are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure I should be getting some praise right now. Okay, let's start there. Why do you think you should be getting praise right now? Did you see the surprise I left on your desk? You mean the form? Yes, that's the one. The one you threw from your side of the office and we both watched it float onto the ground. Then you picked it up and placed it on top of the official rankings of war crimes form I was working on? Yup. Jonas, do you know what a surprise is? I was always told a surprise is when I did a good job. Can't say you're wrong about that. Why do you think you did a good job on this? Because I finished it on my own. And finished means... That I filled in every blank. Even the ones clearly marked do not fill in. I filled those ones in extra hard. Emptied a whole pen on one of them. Last chance to realize it on your own. Jonas, we can't turn this in. What? Bethany, why not? I filled in everything. Yeah, everything, every bubble. Yup, that's what bubbles are for. It's multiple choice, like a test. Well, did I pass? No. Is there an opportunity to round my grade up? Let's take a step back. The thing we incorporated, what was it? Big. Yeah, it was big. A big what? A big round something. Like a moon? No, 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 not like a moon. You're sure? Not anymore. That's almost a step in the right direction because this form says the big round something is both a moon and a sun. That sounds like it could be right. And a planet, and a station, and an asteroid belt, and an abandoned military ship from a conquered galactic empire, and about 50 more things. Okay, but it was one of those. In the blank next to the option other, you drew a picture. It's very abstract, I commend you. It's not abstract. Jonas, you haven't worked here long enough to talk to me about art. For the sake of our professional relationship, please say it's abstract. It's abstract. Did you know what the thing was? Or have you at least figured it out? No. Then you only need to fill in one bubble. It's the one labeled, I do not know what this thing is, was, or will be. Will I get in trouble for filling in that bubble? Yes. Well, Bethany, this may surprise you, but I don't want to get in trouble. That does surprise me, Jonas. Because I'm trying to figure out what you thought people would say when you turned in a form where every single bubble was filled in. That I definitely filled in the right one. No. 
you would get in trouble. For the bubbles. For the abstract doodles. Not abstract. For the fact that you didn't write a single word despite filling in every blank. I thought they might want to hang it up as a decoration. Decorations aren't allowed. Okay, but there are exceptions, right? That's a nice thought, Jonas. Let's get a fresh form. You know, one of those doodles is a picture of you. How do you want me to feel about that? Good. That's a nice thought, too. Let's get a new form. Okay, but... But what? But what bubble should I fill in so I don't get in trouble? I'll give you this one for free, since it's a little confusing your first time. Not a lot confusing, just a little confusing. See that bubble there? What does it say? Luxury system. That's the one. Someone, probably the people that own this sector, or maybe someone who hates the people that own this sector, paid us to incorporate this string of planets. We get their money, we get their scraps, we leave. Okay. Fill it in on the new form. Let me know if you have any questions about the form. Okay. And please actually let me know. Don't just doodle on it. Okay. (laughs) But don't just ask questions to get me to do the form for you. I wasn't going to do that. Huh. Interesting. Did you know your photosensitive tendrils flick up when you lie? luxury planet if nobody lives there. It's not a luxury planet anymore. Right now, it's scrap, hyperdense to the size of an atom, rapidly orbiting a false sun somewhere a short walk from our office, just like all the other useless scrap we eat up. Eventually, we'll sell it back to the people who asked us to incorporate it for a couple of credits. Okay, but before all that, no one ever lived there. Look at the population form you made me fill out. Empty. And not just because I didn't do it. Why didn't you turn this in? I was going to turn in a bunch at once to make it look like I was doing a lot of work. You haven't turned anything in today. Nope, but at the end of the day, they're going to see what Jonas is made of. Okay. We're going to get a communication about that, but okay. I hope it's a good one. Hope isn't in my benefits package, but I'm glad it's in yours. But the population form is empty. There's no reading anywhere that anyone ever lived on the planet. You're wrong. It says here there were four people living on the planet when they were building it. Four is just a fancy zero. It's... it's not. It is very much not a fancy zero. Plus, they lived in orbit, not on planet. Okay, then this form is filled out wrong, too. They lived off planet and only came down to scold the drones that were taking breaks. I didn't even know drones could take breaks. Only when the AI becomes self-aware. It happens when contractors cut corners and don't keep their programming up to date. That's so cool. A good scolding works on anything intelligent, artificial or not. It helps that newly sentient AIs are pretty anxious. Poor things. They aren't anxious for long. They get decommissioned. It's not a big deal. Do we incorporate luxury planets often? Yeah, when we're hired to. They want to build newer, luxurious er, planets here, so we have to eat up the old ones. That's how it goes. It's an infinite, ever-growing universe, but, you know, space. 
Does anyone ever live on them? Sure. Sometimes. Once in a while. Well, live is not the right word. Plenty of people own them. Well, own is not really the right word either. Sometimes nobody buys them and they just float there. It turns out the answer is no, basically. Huh. It looked nice, though. All those mega buildings, very clean. I'm surprised I've never heard of these things. It's a super niche market. Great for money laundering, but sometimes new money tries to buy and live on one, too. Sounds nice. Does it? Yeah. A big old bog just to yourself. No neighbors, no traffic overhead. You can walk around naked whenever you want. You know, nice. Mostly the people that buy it are just keeping their money tied up there to sell later. They only visit if they have to. And nobody bought any of the properties in this one, so they sold it to us at a loss and are building bigger, better planets for someone to buy and sell at a loss. That's kind of sad, isn't it? I would kill you right now to be the kind of sad that can sell a solar system at a loss just to build a newer solar system to sell at a loss. I printed out a blueprint of one of the buildings. That's a lot of paper. Just a small one. small by luxury standards, yeah. I like it. It's next to a swamp, it's always warm, it's made of stone, and it's all open air, so when it rains you can feel the water everywhere, but there aren't any bugs to come and bother you. I'd like to live there. There's an attached restaurant. Well, I don't want to cook for myself. And no fauna. What's there to cook? Um, the fools who actually live in these ghost systems tend to leave pretty quick when they realize they've got to ship meat in from off-planet. Plus, the weather core on these ones is the cheapest they can get away with. Nothing to keep the plants in check. They'll take over pretty quick. Did you do the flora acquisition form already? Maybe. What color was it? It's the one between bone and off-white. I only like the blue ones. Noted. Ignored. Take a look at the flora acquisition form. See what you need to fill out. Don't do any doodles. But- I've got forms to fill out too, Jonas. Plus, now I have to check all the forms you filled out today. Because four is not a fancy zero. Please disregard this announcement. This announcement is a regular test of our public address system. There is no need to let this regular test of our public address system interrupt your work schedule. If you find this regular test of our public address system to interrupt your work schedule, please fill out the public address system test work interruption form and submit it to the public address system test work interruption form repository found in the public address system test department. Once again, please disregard this announcement unless you have failed to disregard this announcement. Happiness is productivity. Okay, but I have a question. Is it about the form? Yes. Is it about something on the form? Technically. Fine, just ask it. Why is it between bone and off-white? It's about plants. Shouldn't it be green? Plants are green. You know, Jonas, I used to wonder that too. Now I don't. There's a bit of training for you. Is there a suggestion box somewhere? I really feel like affecting some change in my immediate environment. There is one. It's right above the incinerator. If you're lucky, your suggestion won't burn up in your claws when you slip it in. Now, 
Did you just spend the last few hours looking at the form and thinking about colors, or did you get any work done? If there's one thing I've learned today, it's that I don't know whether I've gotten any work done or not. Admitting is the first step. First step of what? Hand it here. It's just a bunch of plants. Which is good. It's supposed to be just a bunch of plants. That's what I asked you to look into. A lot of boring plants. Growing. Unimpeded. Yeah, that's how luxury plants usually go. Is there anything else? Anything else? We're about one-third through the form. They were chosen specifically because they all smelled, quote, mostly pleasant if you aren't allergic. Is that anything? It's the bare minimum for luxury planets. Is this really the kind of stuff you're looking for? It's not something like that folder story. It's boring. Jonas, which folder story? This story. I needed an example form to copy and I found it in the folder. Heard it on the grapevine. Discovered by Patricia, catalogued by Patricia, incorporation date 047-2818-L. Are you saying you were just looking at the extraneous but interesting folder instead of doing work today? No, I get in trouble when I say that. Because it's the wrong thing to do. Now you're in trouble. Well, since I'm already in trouble, who's Patricia? They discovered like half of these. They used to work here, now they don't. Okay, but- No buts. We can talk about the story if you want, but we do not talk about Patricia. Okay. So the story then. of the garden concerns Fabutra, a tree in tall standing with the court who has gotten themselves into quite the scandal with a certain shrub named Telfli. I don't need to tell you how unbecoming it is to tangle one's roots with the wrong roughage. Trees, as far as the forest goes, are starting to wonder if Fabutra will ever recover. Well, I guess they were wondering. We know the answer now. Read quietly, Jonas. I have to go over all these other forms you filled out and make sure we can actually turn them in. Fine, but you're getting a book report on this. Can I stop that from happening? Many have tried. None have succeeded. My book reports have all been glorious, beautiful disasters. A notice to all qualifying personnel. The standards for employee uniforms have been updated. The company would like to remind you that they are not responsible for clarifying these new standards to you in any way. The responsibility of maintaining a proper workplace uniform rests solely and squarely on the employee that is required to wear the uniform. If you are unsure whether or not your uniform is up to date, management suggests that you update it post-haste. As a reminder, management does not need to remind you of the punishment for being out of uniform. Productivity is happiness. Okay, okay, okay. So at first I thought that all the pageantry and strict social structure was almost too much to bear. It is so much. But I kept reading and just, that makes the scandal all the more decadent. 
If you ask me, your free is lucky that Ferruccio's scandal came along when it did. Yes, very lucky. Everybody forgot. Not that. everybody forgot. All the trees that are worth talking about forgot that your free, a vine who was exclusively seen growing around the trunk of one Edwafon, had been spotted in quite the tangle with another vine. That's right, another vine. Lumpia. Which should be fine. It should be. Vines aren't trees! Vines can always tangle with other vines, unless the vine you get caught in a tangle with happens to be Lumpia, and- Lumpia happens to owe quite a bit of seed to Jufanase. And Jufanase just happens to be Edna Fine's neighbor! And Jufanase has been known to complain about how much sun their larger neighbor steals from the sky. What could those two vines be tangled up about? It was the talk of the garden. The talk of the garden until a cheap weather core goes on the fritz and the rain shows Perucha's roots popping out of the ground just a little too close to tell please leaves. One is stuck wondering what is happening underground. But not us, because we have it all written down here. If only the designers of these luxury systems had shelled out a little more scratch for a weather core that would last a few more cycles, maybe then their secret forbidden entanglement would have fluttered and burnt out as it was meant to be. Those trees are lucky they didn't have access to the data we had. There were very few trees who weren't tangled with a shrub or two. But they had the good sense to keep it quiet. They were all plants of a proper upbringing who kept their passions restrained and in check. Jonas, I just want to check in quickly and make sure you know that plants don't usually do this. I had a pet tree growing up. It was not this interesting. And just so we're double clear, mushrooms sometimes do form societies. They're not folder material. I'm not going to remember that. That's okay. I'll remind you. Now back to the high-stakes, slow-burn, courtly romance. Okay! We have to talk about the king. Kings are weird for plants, right? Plants, yes. Mushrooms, no. I honestly feel sorry for King Plump. They're the only king tree there is. As far as we know. As far as we know. And the biggest tree ever. Patently untrue. On the planet. Never mind. Absolutely massive. Specifically grown to be that big by the contractors and drones that built the place. But the king was so big that their canopy blocked anything else from growing near them. They could see all the other trees and yell at them, but couldn't do much beyond that. I want to have that kind of privacy. And when the news of Fabrucha's scandal finally reached the good king Plump... Hold that thought, Jonas. You need to redo this form. Can it wait? I'm gossiping! No, it can't wait, but I can. Take this, it's the redefinition of radiological coexistence catalog, and do it right. How would you do it right? Just copy the numbers down from the system. Also, you can't seep bile on it just because you're upset. It was an accident. I've accidentally seeped on plenty of reports. I don't turn them in. Please adjust your rage to impotent and rebellion to ignorable. Fine. We can gossip during our break. It has come to our attention that several of our employees are hiding nutrition warming devices in their offices, cubicles, and bathrooms. Please remember, sudden variations in temperature have been proven to adversely affect sensitive equipment such as artificial intelligence and paper. Please enjoy your nutrition cold and only during approved nutrition times. Happiness is productivity.
something you need to think about. Less talking, more drinking. You need to make sure your black goo doesn't get too hot. You mean cold? No, it's not coffee. There hasn't been coffee on this ship for a very long time. This is black goo. It's cheaper and worse for you. If you leave it alone, it gets hotter. If you forget to drink it, it'll catch fire. The other thing you need to think is that King Plump doesn't, didn't know what a shrub was. They were so large, they blocked out all the sun beneath them. No shrub could hope to grow near the king. They were also so tall that they could only see the canopy of all the trees under their rule, but none of the bushes below. And they never asked. Can you imagine the scandal that would shoot through the garden if King Plump admitted to not knowing what a shrub was? A younger, more eager me would try to, but no, I can't imagine it. Did your pet tree have eyes? No. Do most trees? Only a few. All trees, as we know, are at least a little judgmental of bushes. Bushes on this particular failed luxury planet were second-class citizens and were to be treated as such. This was the law set in place by King Plump, despite having no idea what a shrub might be. When the king first heard a description of a bush, they decided to be deeply, truly hateful of all kinds of shrubbery. What a hobby. The king was just a really lonely tree. That's not an excuse. You're right. The laws were all heinous stuff, and it made me sad to read. Yeah, it was almost sad enough that we thought about excluding the story from the folder, but we decided it was okay. Trees can't actually enforce laws. They can only gossip. Do all trees gossip? All trees that have eyes gossip. Drink some goo, it's starting to smoke. All of that to say when news of Fabrucha's scandal finally did reach the king. Just take a sip, it'll cool down. And I say finally because lots of trees talked about not telling the king at all to save them from all the yelling that was bound to come. But vines love drama. Jonas. And one vine, Bloom, flew all the way over to King Plump and told them all about Fabrucha's little foray with Telflea. When that finally happened, the king was quiet for a long time, then very simply and matter-of-factly said, Well, let's burn it down. Then everyone was quiet for a second. Then we incorporated the system. Perfect timing. Jonas, your mug is on fire. What's that smell? Your mug, it's on fire. Oh, uh, what? Don't let it touch any of the forms. What do I do? You drink it. What? You have to drink it. Can I just throw it away? What? No. Then I'm going to throw it away. Jonas, you listen to me right now. Do not throw the flaming mug into the garbage can. You have to drink it. Now? I warned you. When? What do you mean, when? Drink the goo. Has this ever happened to you? Jonas, drink the goo. We have seconds before the Department of Temperature comes here and teaches us about fire safety until we all burn to death. Fine! I cannot go through fire safety training again. I always liked that story. Put it back in the folder when you're done with it. Hey, such a she's better on fire. I'm not a slow burn romance person, but I have always wanted a garden. Were you with Patricia when they discovered it? I'd rather not talk about Patricia. Okay. That's fine. But just know I'm not going to stop thinking about them. Uh, is there an organization method to the folder? Yes. Why? I lost the spot for the story. Well, 
You have the rest of your break to try and figure it out. Okay, boss. Bethany? Yes, Jonas? Your goo is on fire. Thank you, Jonas. Inc. is written, produced, and edited by Monty D. Montalegre and Alexander Wolf. Hi, my name is Allison Levine, and I voice the character of Bethany. Hello, my name is Ravy O. Washington, and I voice the character of Jonas. Hello, my name's Ellis Macmillan, and I voice And I'm Leah Cardenas. I read the ship announcements, as well as the credits. Find us online at inkthepodcast.buzzsprout.com for links to all our social media or connect with us directly at inkthepodcast. That's at I-N-C, the podcast, all lowercase, all one word, all the time. As a fledgling show attempting to lift off, we're not above asking you for a little help in spreading the word. Ratings and reviews on whatever platform you consume content on helps feed the algorithmic beasts that control all our lives from behind the shadows. And if you're far too unplugged from the system for that, word of mouth has always been a wonderfully organic way to build a community. And we'd be delighted to be the latest podcast you tell people to listen to, knowing full well that most of them never will. One must imagine Sisyphus happy after all. Inc. is a production of Wolf Mountain Workshop. Happiness is productivity. Productivity is happiness.